Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, and welcome back to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. I was traveling last week, so we didn't get to record. We're a little late, but I learned a ton. My brain is full of new information because I was training under a new counseling method that we're going to tell you about and see if you can um, learn from. And uh, yeah, stick around. What are you doing for Halloween? You got a little one who probably, does he understand Halloween? Oh, yeah. No, he totally gets it. And okay, I just have a little bit of a bone to pick because when I was a kid, Halloween fell on one day. And now that I have a four-year-old, Halloween, I know you're looking at me like, yeah, it falls on one day. No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Because if you have, let's just say Halloween falls on a Thursday, that means that likely there's going to be a party on Friday where you get dressed up. But also everybody had things the week before Halloween. So Mm. it's, it's like you either wear the same costume four times because you're going to four separate parties. I've been to a Halloween bingo party. I've been doing Halloween downtown and and like shopping at the business district. My kid has been to like a class Halloween thing. Church is doing some sort of fall thing. It's just, I just need one, one day. Those are usually harvest festivals. Exactly. Yeah. Because we're not we're not talking about like the dead or some pagan holiday. But yeah, I, it's just a bone to pick. And I know that there's other parents out there where it's like you need four Halloween costumes every single year and you have to clear your calendar for two two weeks straight because everything is some sort of party. Um, do you know what a Visco girl is? No. Wait. <laughs> Visco girl. Hold on. Yeah. I, I researched this. I literally looked it up. Um, long, baggy shirt, some sort of shorts. I'm Yeah, I'm on the right track. Leggings, yeah. Okay, leggings. So what is that from? Well, Visco is an app. It's like, a, it's like an app that you take pictures of yourself, I guess. And okay. so Visco girls have kind of become this, um, I don't know, kind of cliche inside the app, you know, because they got their Nalgene, no, not Nalgene, Hydro Flask. Yeah. Uh-huh. And their, and their um, uh, what are those sandals called? Birkenstocks. Yeah. And um, scrunchies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so is today, it just like a basic black legging and like an oversized yeah, shirt? Today, okay. today, Mary dressed up as a Visco girl for school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And they go, sk, sk, 
but it's it's pretty obnoxious. What is that? What is that from? It's the noise they make. I think it's like at the end of hydroflasks. That's just the sound that they make. Hydroflasks. <laughs> yeah. Flasks. Anyway, okay. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure you'd be a visco girl. Uh, no. Well, yeah, I'm pretty basic. The terminology of being basic, basic I'm, pr- yeah. I'm, I'm pretty basic. That was um, um, when I was in college, every, every girl wore the same. It was like the college uniform, which was a North Face uh, zip up sweater sweatshirt thing black leggings ugg boots and then i forget what they had on top whatever their hair and makeup was perfect even though it was meant to look like they rolled out of bed right on uh so that was like the basic girl but i i could never be basic i strive to be basic i yeah. really do <laughs> well, we've uh, i think we've graduated from ha- halloween although it is um mary's birthday today Halloween is Mary's birthday. Oh, wow. Oh, you have a story, right? About your wife's, um, when, when she was born, didn't your, um, your doctor come dressed up or something? Am I no, recalling a television no. show? Yeah, you probably are. Um, <laughs> but I have two holiday babies. I have a Halloween and New Year's Day. That's my, oh. that's my story. Well, that's fun. You'll never forget it. So, um, Holden is dressed up as Harry Potter and has been Harry Potter already five times so far this year, since we've already been to every party there is. Right on. But yeah, he's going to be Harry Potter. And then I have a Halloween costume that I built out and spent money on 10 years ago. And it just continues to be, I'm a monster Inc character. <laughs> That's what I am. All right. Anyway. So you just got back. Um, you've been traveling, you were training. We couldn't uh-huh. do our podcast on the normal day. So where yep. were you and what were you doing? I was in Boston um, mm-hmm. or just outside of Boston. And I was Hello. training. Hello. Um, I don't know what that means. Holler? I know, but Holler. why did you say that? Because you're we're hollering at our Boston oh. listeners. Oh, right obviously. On. What's yeah. up, Boston? Yeah. Hey. Uh, <laughs> so I was training, uh, getting some more education under Terry Real. We've talked about Terry Real a bunch on uh, yeah. on this. But first I have to tell you, do you remember um Jacqueline and Jameson? I do. <laughs> do you want to tell the story of Jacqueline and Jameson? I think we've I think we've talked about them on this once before, but uh, Jacqueline and Jameson were this couple that was uh, it's like a first date, though, wasn't yeah, it? No, well, here's what it was: it was her 21st birthday, and her boyfriend's best friend was taking her out for lunch because mm-hmm. he couldn't go to the party that night. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so I'm sitting at the next table, and I start. Eavesdropping, of course, and this of is course. Laura and I were uh, friends. <laughs> no, we were. Um, what were we doing? That thing, Google Chat, and I was just like, Yeah, we were Google oh chatting. God. I was like, Oh my god! And then he just said this, and then she just said this, and so I have a transcript of like forty minutes of the most mundane, oh mind-numbing conversation ever. But the reason I'm telling you this is because I found I got a new experience in Boston of eavesdropping on poor yeah. people. No, jeez. Oh, no. Okay, so here's the deal. This dude. So I'm at the bar and I'm just kind of doing my work or whatever. And this guy walks in and it's clearly like a, like a Tinder date or something. Um, oh, excellent. <laughs> and so I'm, listening, I'm listening to the whole thing and he's, he's got his whole system down. It's pretty hilarious. He's, he, he waits to order his drink and he tells she's finished her first one. And he goes, I'll have what she's having and she'll have another. Okay. All right. <laughs> he definitely learned that off of some episode of something yeah. suave. Okay. Okay. So this, so I'm watching this thing unfold for a while and she's slowly getting more and more like kind of bored and I'm getting tired. I got to go to bed cause I'm jet lagged. So that's the end of that story until I'm uh-huh. back down there the next night 
and a same dude comes in <laughs> with the same system, different yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> and he's uh, listening to it and, and he pulls the same move. I'll have what she's having and she'll have another. And then apparently whatever magic he was weaving, um, oh my gosh. He, they, he got, he sealed the deal and they went upstairs in the elevator with their two cocktails. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, is this is a hotel lobby? Hotel. No, it's the hotel bar. No. Hotel. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So he was probably just like staying in the hotel, was yeah. on business and he was ordering up a date. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, okay. So it's a 50, 50. It's a, uh, that's pretty good <laughs> odds actually with that, that line. Oh. oh, I wish I could make it funnier for you because it was just mind blowing. I'm just, I've never dated. I've never done that whole scene. So I don't know. I'm just about so entire. Do you, and I think we've talked about this, but about, I would say, man, it, over 50% of the couples that I see, they met online. They mm-hmm. met through Tinder. Uh, they it hooked up on the No, but now it's just, it's like, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. I'm out there to meet people and hook up. And yeah. So they're meeting online. Um, match.com was one. I think we're kind of phased out of match.com. Or maybe it's a different generation, but there's so many different apps out there. There's like Christian Mingle. There's like Farmer Boy, Meet Farmer Boy. Yeah. <laughs> all um, the different apps the 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 best story i've ever heard of somebody meeting online was this i think i've told you the story this guy um or this girl was mountain climbing and she on the way down the mountain she lost one of her shoes not that she was wearing but one that was in her pack okay. and so she went down and she put it on the message board hey like i lost a shoe i um if anybody finds it when they're climbing Please Whatever. tell me this is the Cinderella story. Please, 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 please. No, please. this is like the next day, this dude was climbing yeah. the mountain, found the shoe. Yep. Went down the mountain, went on the message board and was like, I found mm-hmm. the shoe. They found the girl whose shoe it was. And then they yeah. were getting married. Like, like that's the Cinderella I, story. Yeah. I, I, you, you left your glass slipper behind. I love it. That's awesome. You know what we should do is we should ask our, we should take a poll of like the the most fascinating, romantic, entertain the crap out of us type of stories where of how people met. Because I ask our couples every time they come to see me, I want to see how they tell the story of their meeting and what yep. they found, you know, interesting about one another and how they fell in love and choices that they made and why. Um, if you have a fascinating story, listeners, of how you, how you met, I would like, I would love to hear. I just, I just had a flashback to you telling the story about how your daughter was born on Halloween. And yeah. for some reason, I, I want somebody to tell me that the doctor who delivered their first child, they ended up falling in love with and marrying. Okay. I want, I want that story. What if there was an easy way to achieve connection without having to do a ton of work? And what if you could make just a few small changes that helped you feel more alive, awake, and aware? Well, we're convinced that there is and that you can because we have worked with hundreds of couples. We've poured over reams of research. We've even experienced change in our own marriages. And time and time again, if we have learned anything, it's this. You do not have to stay stuck. That is why we created Marriage in Motion. It's a video series for couples, 16 videos with corresponding activity sheets because we want for you to take the information and the research that we have poured over and put it into action in your own relationship. Marriage for Motion is available now. Go to fourbetter.us and for less than $300, you get the entire video series for a lifetime. 
We also have a guarantee that if you don't experience small changes in your relationship that have a big impact, we'll give you your money back. Check it out at forbetter.us. We'd love for you to try the Marriage in Motion video series for couples. So tell me about Terry Real. What were the takeaways? Because Terry Real is is um, in the field. He's he's sort of a he's a teacher. He's a thought leader when it comes to working with couples. He's different in his style and approach and focus than our original training, John Gottman's yeah. uh, training. So what is Terry Real's deal? What did well, you the, walk away with the weekend, knowledge wise? The first thing that I noticed was. Um, you know how sometimes I'll ask this question, like when I of of a couple, I'll say, "Hey, what are you looking for? You're looking for a a cheerleader, a coach, a sherpa, a wizard, yeah. a doctor, yeah. a prep." Like he definitely cops to a uh, teacher. He he's a teacher, um, yeah. and he wants to teach couples how to um, change their way of thinking. Frank, frankly, um, and I just I I haven't ever kind of um, I don't think I've ever known a therapist who just sort of said, "Yeah, that's what I do. I teach." Um, mm-hmm. they, they Other got, than me, I mean. They guide, feel, or they, yeah. They coach, or they, um, you know. But I feel pretty settled in that being my title as as teacher, yeah. mostly because the style of therapy that we do is very behavioral, and it's and it's like you're coaching. You are yeah. shifting and changing behaviors. Um, you know, I'm not like a a spiritual guru who shakes the feathers and goes into the underworld or anything like that. But I do feel very much like a teacher in a lot of ways, especially yeah. with the fact that I'm doing distance learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of what I, I would call it is distance learning. When you work with me, I work as a coach and you're in your own home. Anyway, go on to Terry Real. Tell me more yeah, about your takeaways. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, I mean, then he, th- he had a, a PowerPoint that he wanted to go through, but he, he has so much sort of collected wisdom that he couldn't kind of stick to the PowerPoint. So there was a <laughs> lot of sort of Oh, this makes me think of this, or let me show you this case study or questions would come up. He, he really just, um, it was almost like two days of just full on answering questions, which was really, mm-hmm. uh, that's really hard to do, but he, he was really great about it and just kind of was generous with his, um, I guess with his agenda. So were, were couples or excuse me, were practitioners just simply saying, Hey, I've got this case. What would you do in this scenario? Or how would that. you help? There, there's yeah. a lot of that. Like, what do you do in this? What do you do in that? What do you do in the other? The other thing that he is really kind of um, into is this idea that sort of relational patterns and behaviors are coded into our our bodies almost. Like, um, mm-hmm. so we have these um, sort of things that are, what did he call it? Um, it's going back to his notes. I'm so yeah. proud of you for taking notes. Oh, he was talking about, we have these things that are carried and things that are, that are ours. And this was a, this was really fascinating to me. So in that, in that example, he would say like, sadness is yours. Depression is carried. Anger is yours. Anxiety is carried. Uh, Hmm. Or rather rage is carried. Fear is yours, but anxiety is carried. Almost like some of these, these um, things like depression and rage and anxiety are are coded into our our bodies and our stories, often through our families of origin, which we don't spend a lot of time talking about family of origin. Um, Mm -mm. Uh, but he's really, really keen on kind of understanding, you know, where, how, where you came from affects where you're headed. Um, mm. So it's not so, it's not really behavioral. He's not off- offering a lot of. Um, but what's the hope in that? I mean, if you come from a family of origin where depression is coded, rage is coded, uh, loneliness or or abandonment is coded, where's the hope for somebody who's saying, okay, that might be my story, but that's not my truth. Well, and this is where he comes into this idea of, um, that we've talked about several times before that there's, um, 
inside each of us, there's a there's a what's called a, a wounded child, an adapted child, and a functional adult. Hmm. And we all we all have access to the functional adult. We do have access to that person. Um, okay. But we often submit to the wounded child or the 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 adapted child hmm. in in when we're acting out. Right. We're trying to protect ourselves from something. And his whole thing is about trying to get to know the wounded child. Um, almost like you're separating your consciousness um, as the functional adult and saying, hey, kid, I got your, I got you. I got your back. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. take care of you. Um, and letting go of the excuses like you don't have any more reason to be afraid or to protect yourself from this sort of thing because I've, I'm an adult now and I can I can take care of you. And okay. so. It's almost, it's almost role play. It's, it's almost like, um, he calls it inner child work, mm-hmm. but, um, and I don't do role play very well. I'm not like a, Hey, can I talk to your eight year old? But I do <laughs> see the value in it and it's transformative for people. Huh? Yeah. So how would this show up? I mean, let's just for a moment, let me like, maybe like roll this out or case case study this. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Where it's a couple, I'm going to give you a scenario and tell me how, Ooh, how this might play out. See if I can, I am, if I, I am. I learned anything. Yeah, exactly. So let's just say that there is a, a husband and wife partner and husband is overworked, completely overburdened. He's, he's working like 18 hour days. And when he comes home, he has nothing left. And the thing that continues to frustrate him is that he just feels like an absolute failure in all aspects of his life. He's, he's working and spinning his wheels at work, not feeling like he's getting anywhere, but he can't take the foot off the the pedal, like the gas at work. So he has to pour everything he absolutely can into it so that it doesn't fall apart, but he's also not succeeding. And then he comes home and he feels like a total failure with his wife. He feels like a total failure as a father. Um, you know, his own taking care of himself is just down the tubes. He's not doing anything for himself. What would an inner child be? I mean, I'm just curious how this plays out. Well, the so my question for you, just so you can mm-hmm. play out the scenario, is what is the cost on the relationship? Like, what is it? What is it? Well, the cost is that he's quite neglectful of the relationship, Um, but it's 
a punching bag. So he's he's just like you, such a softy. But when he comes home, all that anybody gets to see out of him is anger and um, irritability. Yeah. So it's the anger and irritability that he's using to cover up the vulnerability. And that's the adapted child, right? That's the person who, mm-hmm. it's like a child who puts on adult clothes. So he's got mm-hmm. this, he's got this piece of pain that he can't, um, he can't deal with. And so the way that he deals with it is that he puts on this outfit called anger or rage or whatever, mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of, instead of just like sort of owning that that's a bad strategy and needing to learn how to replace it with the functionally adult strategy. And okay. so what, what one of the sort of trio of questions that Terry um, offers up is this idea of um, who, let's see, who did this to you uh, or who did Mm. you see do this or who let you do this and get away with it? Um, And those questions begin to get to sort of the relational stance that informs what needs to be replaced, right? So who did this to you? Who got really big and loud to you? Or who did Mm. you watch do this in your house? Or who did you, who, who, when were you big and loud and somebody let you get away with it and, and basically enabled you. And it, mm-hmm. those stories begin to help you kind of get underneath the real motivation, which is probably fear, right? Like I'm afraid that if yeah. I don't get big and loud, mm-hmm. somebody's going to, somebody's going to take advantage of me. Um, okay. And okay. So, and so then the next piece of work would be to say, and I think I'm getting this right. It would be to say, Hey, can we talk to that kid? The kid who, mm-hmm. who was watching his dad rage at his mom. Can I mm-hmm. talk to him? What does he, what does he feel like? he feels afraid. What would you tell him now? You know, that sort of thing, like kind okay. of really getting into, I, I got you, I've got you, you know, you're, we've mm-hmm. made it, we've gone this far together, sort of. Wow. Okay. So I, I was asking you like, what's the hope, right? If, mm-hmm. if you feel like you have this, um, you, you put it as two things. Like one is sort of, uh, you differentiated between, let's say anxiety and fear or whatever. One is, um, ingrained. What is that terminology you used? Uh, carried. Carried. Okay. And then what's the, uh, what's the other one carried and one is yours and one is carried. Like one belongs to you and one belongs to whatever you're carrying. Okay. And the carried is, is like something that you brought with your family of origin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the piece that I asked was, where's the hope in that? If you are carrying something from your family of origin, that's not functional in your everyday life, it's not serving you. Um, and what I heard you say is that you become your own healer in a lot of ways. You become that person that says, Hey, eight year old boy, like, I just need you to know you like, you're not, you don't, you're not needed here. Like mm-hmm. I don't need an eight year old boy exactly right. conversing with my wife because I'm yeah. here and I can be gentle and soft with my wife. I don't need you to put on your cloak of anger or whatever it might be. Am I, am I getting this right? Totally. And what, and what Terry, Terry kind of gets this aha moment where he, he makes the, he doesn't make the person say, but he says, can you tell your, um, your, your eight year old boy's father, I'm, I'm going to continue to act like this because I, I care more about you than I do my wife. Hold on. Say that again. Can so, you tell you? So w- are you willing to let the eight year old boy say to his father, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep acting like this because I love you more than I love my wife. Hmm. Or, you know, I'm so confused by that. <clears throat> well, but basically the, the result is somebody says, no, I don't love this style of relating more than I love my wife. I don't uh-huh. love letting my dad my dad's power over the eight-year-old have more power than my functional adult has in my relationship with my wife. Um, okay. And so, so you're shifting the the power, you're shifting the power and saying, I, I choose to show up 
yeah. it, this way. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I mean, you said it better than I just explained it with this idea of saying, I don't really need you here right now. Um, yeah. And letting you be here is giving power away that, uh-huh. I, that belongs to my relationship. So you're learning as the therapist, but for our listeners, if they're starting to recognize, um, like, what are some questions in, in situations where they might say, you know what, I'm not showing up as my best self. In fact, who is showing up right now? Is this like, is this a wounded, is this somebody that's carrying something? Is this like a, an eight-year-old? Is this a six-year-old? I mean, what are some of the questions that our listeners can use to help to dissect and understand who might be showing up in those moments? Well, I think one question is how old do you feel? I mean, I ask clients okay. that all the time when they start talking or whining or, or, you know, spinning, I go, wait, how old are you right now? You know, what's, yeah. who am I talking to? Um, yeah. And they might not know, or they might have to kind of gut check and think, oh, I think I'm, I think I'm this person right now, or I think I'm acting hmm. like this right now. Um, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I have, I, I don't show up as a, yeah, sometimes I do. Um, as a child, there's pro, but I, f- I show up as a t- my 21 year old self quite often. And man, I hate that person. Mm-hmm. That is a, that was a really tough year for me. It was the first year I fell in love with my husband, first boyfriend, and I did a lot of things wrong. And when we get into our, our spike, our spiral, uh, and I throw all my good habits out the door, I show up as a 21 year old self. And that's the, I quite often will come, come back to that. Yeah. She was an asshole. Yeah. I'm sensitive <laughs> to it too. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, between the time I was about 11 and 16, hmm. my home was pretty like, I don't know, erratic, I guess. Like there just was not a lot of stability. And I filled the role of parent quite a bit mm-hmm. um, and rejected being parented quite a bit. And so hmm. now anytime I feel like I'm being parented by anyone ever, yeah. I get super defensive because I go back to like this place of going, hold on, I got this. Like, you don't need to treat yeah. me like this. And Who I'll, are you showing up to be a parent now? Totally, totally. I'm the parent here. It could be a boss. It could be my wife. It could be my kids. Oh my, and my mm-hmm. kids start parenting me. I'm just like, oh no, you don't, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I like that. So, okay. If, if, if our listeners are getting sort of to the self-discovery place of how old am I? Uh, who's talking right now? What's a good way to kind of coach coach that person <laughs> off the ledge? And, and like, what, what do they say to themselves sort of internally? Well, I think it's, part, I mean, part of it is just the, the person that is saying the thing internally has to be the functional adult and say, hey, where mm-hmm. can we bring back the, um, like just the adult in the room? And yeah. there's all this imagery that Terry uses, like go ahead and put the kid on your lap and comfort yeah. him and then put oh, him in the back yeah. seat and, 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 and put the seatbelt on him. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. reject or beat up or shame the kid. In fact, there's a lot mm. of, there's a lot of shame talk in, in kind of the Terry real world, um, about grandiosity. And, um, that's another thing that kind of blew my mind Just sort of, where are you, where are you in the kind of the realm of health? But, but it's really about saying, go, go into health where you kind of have a whole relationship with yourself or enough of one to go, I, I, I'm better than this. I don't need mm-hmm. to do this right now. You know how they say, if you only get one thing, this is the thing that you need to leave with. Um, yeah. So yep. this is it. this is what he said. He said, there's nothing that harshness can do that loving strength can't do better. Mm. And so when you're, when you're, when you're feeling harsh toward yourself, it's almost like, yeah. Hey, how can I choose loving strength here? Or if you're mm-hmm. feeling harsh towards your partner or your kid or whatever, you're, you're, you're off track. You're not, it's not going to go well. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I think if you can just start there going, I don't need to treat my, treat myself this way, then Mm -hmm. you can, 
you know, have a, you know, have a kind of re- renewed sense of, I don't know, hope. That's, that's the word yeah. I put in there. Yeah. This is interesting. I, it's a totally a different way of communicating with couples. The thing I love about it is that it puts so much onus on yourself Yeah. in that showing up in a relationship. I mean, we show up ultimately the only thing that we have control over is ourselves. And if we, or ourselves, and, and if we can take a moment to be such more, so much more in tune with ourself and, and all the little parts that show up, I think, wow, that's pretty fascinating. I, I might. So what is there a book that you would recommend? I mean, the new rules of marriage. The new by rules of marriage. Real. Yeah. That new rules of marriage is kind of the one that has this stuff in there. Um, uh-huh. And it's written specifically for couples, not yeah, clinicians. That's a, that's a couple's book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he's got a ton of online resources. I mean, he's just churning out, uh, online courses and, um, huh. and he kind of knows everybody. Um, he works real closely with Esther Perel, Esther Perel. Um, they're good friends. And huh. so, um, he has it. Never mind. I won't say that online. He, he's um, a little crush on her, right? I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, a he's, he will tell you that he's kind of a narcissist. And so he's, um, it's funny to watch him kind of be unapologetically there, you know? Yeah. So he, yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't know if he, if he does have a crush on her, he's not apologetic about it. He's just like, eh, that's just part of the deal. But I don't really sense that for him. He's like 70 years old and happily married and talks about, um, the work that he and his wife have done both. Clinically yeah. And- well, it doesn't, doesn't mean he can't have a crush. I mean, I have, boy, I have so many, um, I, I get crushes more on women than I do on men, to be perfectly honest, that yeah. I, there's something and in the sense that I say a crush in that I sort of idolize them. I think that something that they're doing is really stinking cool. Um, hey, you know what I want to talk about uh, in another session and yeah. another uh, episode is mentors. Um, hmm. I'm I'm out there and I'm searching for a mentor. I, I've been I finished a book that's really cool. Uh, loved it. But I want I'm I'm kind of thinking about mentors, but that might be coming up. All right. Okay, should we wrap this up? Yeah. I mean, my brain is totally overloaded with this stuff. I'm going to be like trying to figure out how to implement it and pr- put it into practice. Um, yeah. Because I love that it's so, so like sort of left brain relative to the Gottman right brain kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, it totally is. And it's, um, and sometimes you need to pivot, you know, sometimes when you're, when you're stuck and you need to, and couples are, you know, it's not working out for couples, then you need to figure out how to, you know, maybe adapt your strategy. Yeah. Well, the thing that works so well with the Gottman method is that especially for men, especially for sort of that engineer brain, it's very um, based in theory. It's very based in statistics, but it's not going to always work for the partner of that engineer brain or that male. Like you might need something else that feeds into or, you know, it's just complements. So this might be something really helpful. So you said that there there's a terminology. If somebody was looking for a therapist that specifically practices his style of therapy, what is it called? Relational life therapy, RLT, relational life therapy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, have a happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. And happy birthday yeah. and all that stuff. Um, That's right. All the things. All right. Well, we'll chat soon. 
Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm, I'm pretty stinking fascinated by this Terry Real guy uh, that Zach has been training from. And if you're interested uh, in reading more about him, you can check out his book. It's called The New Rules of Marriage. You can find that on wherever books are sold. But most, uh, mostly I wanted to thank you. Thank you so much for all of you who are showing up in your relationships and taking some personal responsibility. Thank you for all of the time and attention that you put toward making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.